All right. Um, no, no, jokes aside, though, um, yeah, I don't know why I have, I have day, because day one, Ezra, day two, Ezra, day three, Psalms, day four, Daniel, day five, first Kings, day six, Joshua, day seven, Psalms, day eight, uh, Joshua, day nine, Nehemiah, <laughs> day ten, Daniel, you're on display. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Day eleven was yesterday. I didn't, I didn't make the, re I didn't record it in my, um, my journal. Day eleven was walking or stepping into your potential. Look at y'all. I can hear you now. I get, that's why I got you on mute because I can hear you talking crazy, um, right now. Don't be mad at me. And day twelve is today. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Look, I thought I was gonna be right. I'm wrong as two love shoes. It's because I didn't record. So. Um, yeah, so day, day, day 12, listen everybody, I'm glad um, that you're here, um, and we're entering into day 12, um, and I want to call your attention to Joshua again, yesterday we were in Joshua chapter um, 17, I want to call your attention to, jo to Joshua chapter 18. We're still missing um, one, two, at least two more people. We need at least two more people to break our, no, we need one more person to break 30. Um, but we've been averaging over 30 people, and our first day was 35, and a couple of days ago was 38 or 39. Um, listen, I'm excited. I'm glad that you're here. Um, glad that you carved time out of your schedules, and i uh, love to, uh, to log on at 5.50 and to hear, or 5.51 a day, and to hear you all um, enjoying one another, and many of us just kind of being quiet, just listening uh, to everyone else, um, to share just some of your struggles and some of the high points, and yeah, you know, we're tempted, and you know, it's, it's when you're fasting that everything else just looks good, and everybody wants to have parties and Super Bowl and all that good stuff. I'm glad Super Bowl will be over with, or be coming. We'll be through our fast during Super Bowl. But anyway, Joshua chapter 18. Joshua chapter 18. Joshua chapter 18. Um, so glad for another opportunity to be with you all, and I'm praying that today's word can help you uh, in some way. Um, in your walk today and even after today. Um, let's pray. Lord, I thank you for every person who is here on this phone and for those who uh, have prior commitments that won't allow them to log on right now. Um, I'm praying, Lord, for um, a wonderful blessing today. I'm praying for a change of minds and hearts for those of us who are weighed, uh, weighed down today. God, I am praying that you, um, you show yourself supreme today. Someone is struggling with something. Someone has something on their mind. Someone is wrestling with something in their, in their family and on their jobs. God, I am praying that you do um, a wonderful thing today. I'm praying, God, that you um, speak to us, speak to our hearts, speak to, give us 
our heart's desires as we continue to try to give our hearts to you. Uh, Lord, I am thankful for those people who are here and for the prayers that we've written out, for the things that we're asking you for. I'm praying that you grow us towards spiritual and emotional maturity. Um, and God, that our time spending in the Word will not be uh, for nothing. Help us, God, to plant these seeds, and we're praying that we, break, uh, we bear good fruit. Uh, in Jesus' name, amen. Uh, yesterday, we uh, looked at uh, Joshua chapter 17. Today, we want to look at Joshua uh, chapter 18. Yesterday, we, 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 we went into part three of preparing for Canaan, and we talked from the subject of stepping into your potential, stepping into your potential. And um, in looking at stepping into your potential, we looked at uh, maybe uh, one of the people groups uh, that were in Canaan, and we, they, and they had grown frustrated with their lives, and they thought that um, it would be in their best benefit to approach Joshua and to complain to him why they feel they need more. They need more. They wanted more. Uh, they needed more of everything that they had. Uh, they were not content with uh, their lives, and they, they wanted more. And so Joshua, uh, in his wisdom and his conviction, he told them, he, he said, the problem is never with more. The problem is with maximizing what you have right now. And if you want more, then look around you. There's so much potential. And so we talked about um, how to step into our potential because they were living beneath their potential. They accepted their lot in lives and where they were living was not where they had to live because God had already promised them uh, so much land that was around them, but they did not want to do the work to walk into their purpose. They did not want to create the discipline that it required to be able to embrace the things that they were praying for. And so he said, you need to recognize your worth. We talk about recognizing your worth, your value, who you are. We talked about clarifying your goals. You got to clarify your goals, set your goals. What is it that you want to do? But then we talked about make sure you stop making excuses. I can justify everything. I, I would justify any and everything um, if it means that I, I don't have to feel convicted. But if we're going to become who God has called us to become, we have to stop making excuses. That was in chapter 17, and along those same lines, I want to enter into chapter 18 because he's talking to the same people. And I believe some time has passed. I can't quite tell you how much time has passed, but I believe a significant amount of time has passed. And he's talking to the same people, the same people who God had already blessed, God had, given, had promised them this territory, he has already given them so much land. And then we enter into uh, chapter 18, and from the New Living Translation, uh, verse 3, it says, then, then Joshua asked them, how long are you going to wait before taking possession of the remaining land the Lord, the God of your ancestors, has given you? We can stop right there, but we're not. How long are you going to wait before taking possession of the gifts that God has already given you? How long are you going to procrastinate? How long are you going to keep going in circles before you get up and do what, what I've called you to do? Verse 4, select three men from each tribe, and I will send them out to explore the land and map it out. 
They will then return to me with a written report of their proposed divisions of their new homeland. Then let them divide the land into seven sections, excluding Judah's territory in the south and Joseph's territory in the north. And when you record the seven divisions of the land and bring them to me, I will go before God and I will cast these sacred lots in his presence and the Lord will assign land to each tribe. That's verses 3 through 6. And I want to pick up verses 8 through 10. As the men started on their way to map out the land, Joshua commanded them, go and explore the land and write a description of it. Then return to me and I will assign the land to the tribes by casting sacred lots here in the presence of God. I will talk to God about it. I'm going to talk to God about it. You write it down and then, then, then put it before the feet of God and we're going to give it to God. In verse 9, the men did as they were told. They mapped the entire territory into seven different sections, listing the towns in each section. They made a written record and then returned to Joshua in the camp of Shiloh. And for a, just a brief moment, um, I'm going to talk about repositioning yourself. Yes, this is in the series of preparing, your, your, your preparing for your Canaan, but repositioning yourself. I could have easily uh, entitled this Stepping Into Your Canaan or Stepping Into Your Potential Part 2, but I want to talk about repositioning yourself. And if I read verse 3 again from the New uh, American Standard Bible, it says, So Joshua said to the sons of Israel, How long will you put off entering to take possession of the land which the Lord your God ha has given you? And he goes on to say, provide for yourselves three men from each tribe that I may send them, and they may arise, they may arise and walk through the land and write a description of it according to their inheritance. And so I was looking at this passage, I was looking at this passage, and it spoke volumes to me, it spoke volumes to me. Um, when I... As I sat back and I thought about this fast and I thought about the different things that we've talked about, there have been uh, some similar things, some common themes that God has been reiterating to us. He's, he's been talking to us about the need for discipline. Um, I, I, I sense that he's been talking to us about uh, the need for follow-through. Purpose, we've heard clarifying purpose or purpose and dealing with the inner you. And I think this is along the lines of yesterday because I believe um, – it's very important to remain right here because Joshua had, had talked to the people. He encouraged them. He told them to get up and go ahead and do what, what, what God has called you to do. But for some strange reason, they did not maximize their potential. They were still living beneath their potential. They were still lacking follow-through. They were still making excuses. And, and in this text, I believe that Joshua teaches us this morning it's not enough to just have potential. Having potential is not enough. How long are you going to wait before you take possession of your gifts? How long are you going to keep putting off entering into the land that God has given you? How long are you going to wait before you stand up and you have the courage to take hold of the things that God has given you? Why are you still procrastinating? 
What are you waiting for? And I believe I can hear Joshua simply saying this, and I'm saying this to you, and what I've learned for my own self, you will never be content with your life until you occupy your territory. It's not enough to talk about what you have and what God is blessing you with if you're not actively walking in it and possessing it. You will never be content with you until you do what you said you will do. You can smile, you can put on your makeup, you can have your education, you can do all this, but until you walk, until you follow through with that, what you know you should be doing, you will always have an inner turmoil within you, right? You can have territory. This is what this, is what this passage teaches us for today. You can have God's blessings. You can pray all you want. You can fast until you start becoming slow. You can go to church six days out of a week, but this remains to be true. Faith without works is just empty talk. And so when we look at this text, the people had been, had been encouraged, but they still were going in circles. They still were making excuses. They were still living in the mountains, still cramped up, and just accepting their life in life. And I believe that Joshua had become frustrated because he was saying to themselves that I gave them everything they needed, but they still were not following through. So I think that he wanted to take it a step further and say, how can I help them to become better? How can I help them to do exactly what God has called them to do? Let me help them. Let me give them the tools, give, me, give them some more tools so that they can, they can get up and that they can walk into the land. And so it teaches us this. You can have territory. You can have God's blessings, but you still need a plan. Number one, you still need a plan. You need a plan. You need a plan. You need a plan. You need a plan. Verse four, it, 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 it said, provide for yourselves three men. So you got you to make sure you have the right people. And, and it says, send them out to go and map out the land. You got to have a plan. You got to have a plan. A plan. A plan is what you're going to do. A plan. And so I, I'm, I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this, and he tells them that I need you to go and map out the land. A land is what you want to do. Map out the land. Map out the land. The three things that we learn. We learn that you have to. You need a plan. You need a strategy. And you need execution. I want to give you those three points ahead of time. You need a plan, you need a strategy, and you need execution. When it comes to occupying your territory, when it comes to doing what God has called you to do, you need a plan. Number one, you need a plan. A plan is what you want to do. Explore the land and map it out. It's the what. It's the what in your in, in your in, in what you want to do. It's what. What is it that you want to do? What is it you got? Before you can accomplish whatever it is that God has called you to do, you have to answer the what. What is it that you want to do? Go into the land, explore it, but I need you to map it out. I need you to map it out. I need you to to look at everything. I need you to to map it out. But I think. Number two makes number one make sense because if number one is the what, what is it that you want to do? Number two, the strategy is how do you plan to do it? How and when. The, the strategy is how and the when. 
I love it because it says, then they will make a written report. Now, to map out the land, to plan, look at this land, look at the possibilities. What is it that we want to do with it? What, what is it that we want to do with this land? You map it out. You map it out. But in number two, you have to have strategy. Strategy is, is one thing to have goals. It's one thing to have an idea of what you want to do. But none of that matters if you don't think about how you want to accomplish it and when you want to accomplish it. Yes, you have to have a plan. A plan is a goal. What is it that I want to do? But then how do I want to go about accomplishing it? How am I going to do this? And when am I going to do this? It says then when you go into the land and you, after you map it out, it says then they will write a written report. It says write a description of it in verse, I think it's verse 4. Write a description of it and then return it to me. And then I'm going to put it at the feet of the Lord. So it's one thing to have a plan, to have goals, to talk about what you want to do, but if it just stops there, you will never get it accomplished. It's, you have to have goals, you have to have a plan, but you also need to strategize, how am I going to do this in detail? It didn't just say write a goal. It said in detail, how am I going to do this? How are you going to accomplish that which you feel God has called you to do? What is your strategy? What does this year look like for you? What are you going to accomplish this year? Write it down. That's what they did. In detail. And, and, and speak it to existence and put it at the feet of the Lord. Joshua said, when you write it down in detail, return it to me and I'm going to put it at the feet of God. So one, if you're going to position or reposition yourself or walk in, 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 or step into your potential as you're preparing for this new season, this new January, write down your goals. Map out your life. What is it you want to do this year? What do you feel God is positioning you for? But then I need you to strategize it. I need you to make, write in detail how do you plan to do this and when do you want to have this accomplished. When you start to do this, then you start to hold yourself accountable. The reason that you're stuck is because you planned, but you didn't strategize, right? Your destiny is a residue of your strategy. Destiny doesn't happen by accident. It happens by careful planning, strategy, and number three, execution. Yes, you can have a plan. You can talk about what you want to do, how I want to do this, and you can just leave it there. You can pray to God about it, but God is not going to the people. The Bible says that the people arose. It said oh, you, that they may arise and walk through the land. You've got to get up, and you've got, you got to look at what you have around you. You've got to create a plan, and then you've got to carefully strategize about how you're going to execute that plan. When? But then you have to ask God for the, 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 the courage, the strength to execute that which you have you've already placed at his feet. 
And so I'm looking at this text, and it's just so powerful for me. I don't know about you. It's powerful for me because it just takes yesterday's message, and it, and it makes it make a little more sense. Because we can talk yesterday, and we can tell you, yeah, you need to recognize your, your worth, and you need to clarify your goals, and then all you can do is just write down your goals, I want to do this. Yeah, that's fine. But you need to strategize, too. Planning is your what, but your strategizing, your strategy is your how and your when. What is your how and what is your when? I know your what, but how do you plan on doing it? And when do you want to do it? And can you write this out and place it at the feet of, of Jesus? And can you trust God with it enough so that you'll get back up in the right timing, and you can execute it. Reposition yourself today. Don't worry about yesterday. You may have messed up, Mr. Mark. Reposition yourself today. You need to, today, write it out. Begin writing out what it is. Write it out. Detail it. And if you need some assistance, email me. We'll, we'll work it out. But then leave it at the feet of Jesus and prepare for that execution. I'm praying that God blesses you today. You have a wonderful day. Think all through the day about repositioning yourself. Think about your plan. Think about your strategy. And think about execution. Have a good day. Peace.